Good evening. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 Dean Radio. I'm your host, Adam Wright, along with Justin Tucker. Now, first things first, we do have a guest speaker. We have CJ Medeiros in here yet again. CJ, how are you doing tonight? Hey, Adam. I'm uh, I'm doing great. I'm just happy to be here. You know, it's uh, I've been I've been here like once before, and I'm just uh, I'm just excited to be back. Thanks for having me back, man. We're happy to have you back. Now we've I've had Ju- I've had Justin on as a po- as a co-host for as long as we've had the as long as we've had the podcast you Justin and I. And we've had CJ on, but we've haven't had them on together. So Justin, CJ, CJ, Justin, even even though you guys have already met Pleasure. off camera. But anyways, uh so we do have a great show planned for you tonight. We have We've just finished the week seven slate of games and the Tennessee Titans are now red hot. The Chiefs have found themselves falling below 500 yet again. And we also have some new rumors involving Deshaun Watson and we'll have you we'll have the we'll give you guys the game of the week. We have our fan box segment as always and all of that. Uh, so we'll jump right into it now. Uh, the Titans they are red hot right now. They have beaten the Bills a couple weeks ago. They beat the Chiefs just this past week, and they are they are what five and two, four and two, I believe five and two, and they've been they've been red hot. They did they did lose to the Titans. Sorry, they did lose to the Jets, but so are we buying into this Titans team right now? As of right now, as far as buying in, as far as the playoff team, yes, I am buying into the Titans. After all, they just beat the Chiefs the week before. They beat the Bills, two playoff contending teams that we all think will be there at the finish line, either the Bills or the Chiefs, despite the Chiefs' struggles. So, yeah, I do think that in the end they will be a playoff team. But my problem is uh, – Julio Jones can't seem to stay healthy. Even when he came back for the Bills, he got injured again and was out for the Chiefs game, I believe. So that hamstring will be an issue when it comes to the playoff time. <laughs> and uh, after a while, I'm You're not sure. Derek right can, now, Justin. After a while, I don't think Derrick Henry can hold the team up by himself. Don't get me wrong. A.J. Brown is a stud, but. And Ryan and Tannehill's a good quarterback, but it's a one-man show with Derrick Henry, and I don't think they'll be able to make it past the second round with that. CJ? You know, I pretty much agree with what Justin said. I mean, I definitely 100% buy into the Titans when it comes to the playoffs. But if we're talking Super Bowl, man, that's where things get a little bit dicey. I won't lie to you. I mean... Like I like Justin mentioned, Julio is just wildly inconsistent, you know, when he's ever on. You know, Derrick Henry's a beast, AJ Brown is a beast, Ryan Tannehill's making a case to be a like top ten quarterback. But we also gotta think about the Titans defense, which is extremely hit or miss. But you know, they did clamp down on a very high powered Chiefs offense. So maybe if they can knock off a few more contenders, I'll be a bit more convinced. But right now, I'm going to need to see a little bit more in terms of them possibly being a Super Bowl contender. So look, this team, 
we expected them to be a playoff team from the get-go, from the start of this season. This is a team that we knew was going to make the playoffs. And the reality is it's we haven't really seen anything special from this team since the season has started. The only thing that was out of the ordinary that happened was they lost to the Jets out of nowhere. And the thing is, yeah, Justin? They lost to the Jets. I know. That's that's what kills me about them. They lost to the Jets. They should only that's have another like, reason why I'm not sold on them. And their defense, their defense is so shaky. You know, their defense is so shaky. It's yeah. Some they've had a couple good performances, but you know, their their best players, who are Derrick Henry and AJ Brown, have been on for the most part this year. Derrick Derrick Henry especially. AJ Brown when he's been healthy. But Ryan Tannehill, what you see is what you get from him. You know, he's not a he's not an elite player, and if you ask him to win a game for you, he's not going to be able to do that when the game is in his, in his hands. And, you know, Julio Jones has underachieved thus far this year, and he's had some health issues himself. You know, I just don't see anything special about this team besides what they what we know what the, what we already know they are. And because of that, you know, I see them as a playoff team, but I'm not buying into them as a Super Bowl team, not by a long shot. They'll be they can make a deep playoff run, but nothing more than that. I agree. Yeah, it's you know, it's just and there's not there's no guarantee that. There's isn't going to be a team like I I see a lot of teams that are better than them to be honest in this AFC. Yeah. You have you have the Chargers who could be better than them, even the Chiefs who they beat. You, you know you could you can make a case that they that they pull their stuff together and actually uh, make a run and you know beat them. The Ravens. The, the Ravens. Ravens Bills. Bengals, you know maybe. Uh, Oh, 100%. I love the Bengals this this week. Right, Justin? Uh, yeah, I totally love them. <laughs> this is a this is supposed to be a kit, uh family show, Justin. But anyway, then not many people watch on YouTube. But anyways, uh, you, you didn't miss out on anything, audience. Uh, but anyways, you know, uh, this is a team. This is a team that, but I do see the Bengals. That Bengals team is legit. I told you about that Bengals team. I didn't think their offensive line would hold up, and they're surprising me. I mean, to be honest, he's still not getting. To be honest, he, I mean, we're, and we're getting off topic here, but to be honest, he's still not really getting. Uh, it's not like he's been unprotected. He's one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league right now. And he's getting pressured, uh, and he, and he's being forced to make mistakes. I mean, I think he's thrown seven interceptions so far this year, so that's not that's that's nothing great, especially halfway through this, not even halfway through the season. But he, it is imp- it is impressive how they're b- being able to win all these games. But uh, anyways, we talked a little bit about the Titans team who won, but and we're gonna move on to the team that the Titans beat, which is the struggling Kansas City Chiefs. They are underachieving. We're going to talk a little bit about them in depth next. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. 
Welcome back. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski Podcast. I am Adam Wright along with Justin Tucker and CJ Medeiros. We are talking a little bit about Week 7. So we were previously talking about the Tennessee Titans and how they are just red hot right now. But we're gonna go, we're gonna move on to the a different team that isn't so much hot and the team that they beat, the Kansas City Chiefs. They are struggling might just greatly right now. And so they lost to the Titans and they fall to three and four on the season. I believe that's good for third uh, so far tied for third, I believe, because the Broncos are right there as well at three and mm-hmm. four. They lost to the Ravens, Chargers, Bills, and now Titans. And to be honest, you know, the only above 500 team they've beaten were the Cleveland Browns and they kind of barely beat them you know that was a that was a battle that they had to win and so with all this in mind how concerned should we be with this Chiefs team thus far Justin that that's kind of a tough question for me because the moment you're like oh my god is this and they're finally a chink in the armor with the Kansas City Chiefs all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes looks like the future uh the MVP caliber player he always is Tyreek Hill looks like a top five receiver, and then Travis Kelsey looks like the best tight end in the league. So it's like, I want to say they're in trouble, but again, I feel like Andy Reid's preparing for this, and he's trying to schematically come up with a solution for what's happening to with Patrick Mahomes when Patrick Mahomes is fully healthy, because after the Titans game, he got a little bit injured. But as far as the Chiefs right now, am I worried from the standpoint of their defense needs to be fixed somehow? I think that's the only thing I'm worried about them because Tyron Matthew throwing up his hands at Daniel Daniel Sorensen every time a big play happens for a touchdown isn't helpful. So I think once that defense gets under wraps, it will be fine because that offense is – the offense will always be fine. It doesn't matter how many picks he throws or how many mistaken passes he does. Patrick Mahomes will Patrick Mahomes them into a victory. So I still see them as a playoff team, but I'm not sure – they're a like AFC championship or Super Bowl contending team because of the defense. The offense will always be fine. It doesn't matter how many picks he throws or how many mistaken passes he does. Patrick Mahomes will Patrick Mahomes them into a victory. So I still see them as a playoff team, but I'm not sure they're a like AFC championship or Super Bowl contending team because of the defense. Okay. CJ? Uh, I once again kind of agree with Justin, but I'm a bit more skeptical and where Justin, you know, says he believes in Andy Reid. Let me be perfectly frank. I don't. This is not. No, no, I don't, Justin. This is not Andy Reid's team. It's Mahomes team. Look at Andy Reid throughout the years. Look at him bumble. Look at him just mess up chance after chance to do something and make no mistake this is patrick mahomes carrying the team not andy reed sometimes dare i say you know with andy reed's poor clock management sometimes i would say mahomes wins in spite of andy reed but but that's an argument for another day but you know with that level of talent they have on offense i wouldn't be too too concerned 
But make no mistake, the Chiefs are in a very fragile spot. If this Mahomes injury is serious, which we hear it's not, they could be doomed. If Kelsey gets hurt, they're gonna be they're gonna miss him. If Tyreek gets hurt, that's gonna be huge. They have this big power three on offense, where if one of them gets hurt, I'm not very thrilled about their possibilities. And their defense, of course, couldn't stop a light breeze to save their life. So, but by the divine grace of Patrick Mahomes, they'll probably be fine. If we're in like week nine or 10 and they're still struggling, then I would say it's time to panic. But until now, we're just going to have to wait and see. Maybe Mahomes can, uh, you know, pull another win out of you know where. All right. I've got, I mean, I got to say, Justin, I mean, he's, he's right. You know, what? this is, this is Patrick Mahomes' team. It, it is. What? Okay. Andy Reid is a very, is a very good coach. He's not a great coach to the point where he's, he's coaching to the point where it's just bar, the team is just barnstorming the NFL and just beating team after team after team. That's Mahomes' work. And he has some good weapons as well. And they had a defense last year. Now, this year, this team, this defense can't even stop a nosebleed. And on top of that, Patrick Mahomes is committing turnovers. The offensive line has not gelled thus far in this so far this year. And I mean, understandably so, because they're just throwing together a new a new group of characters. Mm-hmm. And sure, of course. You know, they go they have some talent there. They traded for Orlando Brown. They invested in uh in Joe Thune, who's one of the best guards in the league. They brought it they brought in a former Hall of Fame center. Or sorry, for they brought in an uh what's it they brought in a former all pro center. But it just hasn't worked out so far. And you know, with all of the and on top of this, I'm starting to see a little bit of a I'm starting to see a little bit of a formula here where you double team Kelsey and you take you limit Tyreek Hill's ability to throw the deep ball and they the Chiefs won't be able to do do much else. They're not as explosive when they when they create that formula. And you're seeing it in the production of Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is very inconsistent now. He's either his his usual self or he's doing very little to nothing. Same with Travis Kelsey. Very inconsistent so far this year. And it's reflecting in the record and in Mahomes' performance. So I've got to say, I don't think – I don't really see – and I, I didn't see them as a Super Bowl conti- team going into this year because I thought they'd have a Super Bowl hangover. I didn't think it would be this bad, but I don't see them as a Super Bowl team – They'll pull it together and make the playoffs, but it'll be a wild card. Listen and listen good. I am not getting into the Andy Reid stuff tonight. That is a a headache I am not willing to die on. That is number one. Number two, this offense, when it has a bye week, will figure out sooner or later they will come together and be the explosive team they always have been. I don't know when their bye week is, but when that happens and they start to have explosions on offense, and it's not like they're not having them now. They blew out the teams they're supposed to. They're just struggling with the good teams right now. That's it. Once they figure out the defense, 
and gives the offense more opportunities, then yeah, I, I don't really see a problem here. Yes. Yeah, uh, don't you find it a little alarming that they're losing to playoff teams? Look, if you want to be the best, you have to beat the best, and they're losing to every team over 500 except for Cleveland, who they barely escaped from. I was, don't, you're not saying that's not even a wee bit concerning? It's concerning from the standpoint of, yes, they're losing to good teams, but outside of the Titans, the other games were considerably close. Outside of their defense that is holding them back, they put up 35 against which McCauley? They put up 35 against the Ravens and lost. They put up, I want to say 24, 27 or 24 around against the Chargers and lost. These games are not on the offense. It's on the defense. And I'll admit, Patrick Mahomes needs to slow down on the interceptions there, bucko. He needs to calm it down with all of that. But until then... This team is going to struggle, but I believe in the bye week, he'll knock it off with the interceptions, return to form, and they'll be just fine. But also, we are not going to argue about Andy Reid. That is just not happening tonight. CJ, I just want to just take a step back real quick. Did, before you just last spoke, did you raise? Did you just raise your hand to ask to yes. speak? Yes, yes, he did. I realize it's a free country. You can just no. I mean, I did that out of excitement, not out of because I heard Justin say something. I don't remember what. I'm like, oh, hold on, I gotta get my two cents in. (laughs) All right, yeah, just that was just the excitement getting over me. You know, Uh, what's it called there? I don't know. New person, scared, nervousness. I don't know. I'm like rookie mistake. Justin, your your point is valid. You know, this team is going to this team's going to figure out and they're going to make the playoffs. And honestly, I don't think right of really much much of a valid argument to try and say that they will miss the playoffs yet. But the point is, I just don't see them as a Super Bowl team. They'll, their offense will be explosive. The big question is, will it be enough to overcome their flaws right now? And I don't think it is. Okay. So my thing is this. Who is and like who in the AFC do you see as the clear-cut favorite to win the Super Bowl? And if you say the Bills, clearly you didn't see the Titans game. In the AFC, I think it's the Bills. Why? Why? Because I think the Titans. I think the Titans are a very good team, and they can beat. They can beat any team during the regular season at any given moment. I just think when when it's the moment that matters most for the Titans, they're going to melt. And I think. Based on last year and this year, the the Buffalo Bills, when all the chips are on the table, they will be able to answer the call and make it to the AFC Championship and beat. And I I gave my my preseason pick before. Browns. And I'm, the Browns. They're gonna beat the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Clearly, clearly Adam was on drugs when he made that pick. Anyway, I. It can be the it can be the Bills. It can be the it can be the Bengals. It can be the Ravens. It can be the Titans. It can be the Chargers. It can be anybody in the the AFC out of those. Yeah, five that's teams. right. That's how I tough mean, this conference is right now. There's no clear cut favorite. And that's, yeah, that's another Justin, reason. Way, I'm sorry. I yeah, was just gonna going to say, I just think it's way too close to call. That's what I was going to say, like originally. But I mean, yeah, I'm not discounting the Chiefs. I think they have some real issues to fix. But when it comes to the AFC as a whole, I mean, think about it. The Titans are prone to melt at any moment, according to you. 
but they also beat the Bills and they beat the Chiefs. That just that equation makes no sense, I tell you. And uh, like, but like Justin said, it's way too close to call. I really do. There's really no clear cut answer as it stands now. Yeah, I was about to say everybody has their faults. The Bills don't really, really have a run game. It's suspect. The Ravens have 20 people on IR. That's not helpful. The Titans are the Titans who are too reliant on the run game and can't get a consistent pass game going. Like the Bill, uh, who else? The Bengals. We're not really sure about them yet. I mean, there's no clear-cut favorite. Right, but I think there's no clear-cut favorite in the sense that this team is just – this conference is incredibly talented this year. And the competition is – yeah, and the, the the competition is just so, is just so great. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I just think these teams are all better than the Chiefs right now. And even if they figure things out, there's probably a lot of players, teams that I would pick over them. I'd pick the Buffalo Bills over them. They ju- they ate their lunch a couple weeks ago. And we were talking about them as the clear-cut favorite earlier on. Remember I posted that fa- Fumble Ruski fan box? Everybody was was saying, outside of the Cardinals, they were all saying the Bills were the team to beat. I don't know why. And the Cardinals are in the NFC. Well, I'm telling you that this this bill this Bills team, I have them as going in going into the Super Bowl. I've said it, I'll say it again. But right. anyways, we we do need to move on. That was a very solid segment. But we're going to go on to our game of the week. It was a, a back and forth game between the Falcons and Dolphins. You won't want to miss this. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. Welcome back. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. I'm here with Justin and CJ. We are talking about some football. And so what we have right now is uh, our Fumble Rooski game of the week, which was the Falcons versus the Dolphins. So basically what happened in this game is that the Falcons jumped out to a 20 to 7 lead by early in the third quarter. And from from then on until like the very end of the game, the Dolphins outscored the Falcons 21 to 8 and took a 28 to 27 lead with just under two two minutes and 30 seconds left on that final on the final drive. Matt Ryan led the Falcons offense into field goal position thanks to two 25 plus yard grabs by Kyle Pitts. They get into field goal position. They set up Young Hoku. Hits the 36-yard field goal as time expires. Falcons win it. So, boys, thoughts on this game? Well, where do we begin? Well, the Falcons look solid coming out into the game. Uh, they got into a huge league, but then, as they always do, Falcons are going to Falcon themselves and give up big leads like they always do. And somehow, some way, the Dolphins found themselves with a 28-27 to 27 lead going into the fourth, and then young Koku came in and said, not today, fellas, we're not going to lose this game, and kicks the game-winning field goal, and the rest is history. Uh, congratulations to the Falcons on getting a close victory. I've always questioned them about that. Luckily, they were able to get the job done. Um, congrats. So my question is, will the Falcons – 
ever be able to hold a lead and not have some sort of nail biter come to the end. I mean, what is wrong with them? Are they like incapable of holding a lead? Is Matt Ryan cursed? What's the issue? Ever since that Super Bowl, they haven't been the same, have they? Nope. I I would argue so, yes. But I mean, this I mean, I'm not going to this is hard, but I'm not going to fault the Dolphins too much. I mean, they came back from the brink, but the Falcons woke up just in the nick of time and saved themselves. You know, Young Way Koo's kind of, you know, a top five kicker, but we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, I mean, I don't know what to say other than Falcons, you almost falconed again. And I just wish they blew the lead so I could make fun of them a bit more. But, alas, mm-hmm. such as not to be. Not this week. So I posted my review on this game for on the podcast page on Instagram. So if you guys haven't checked it out yet, go and uh, go and look at it. It's worth the read. So basically, um, this is a heartbreaking loss for the Dolphins as they are they now move to quickly move to one and six after before the season having playoff aspirations, and you know Tua Tagovailoa amidst all of his, all of these, you know, sort of, uh, to, uh, amidst all of these questions about his future in Miami, he played his heart out throwing for more than 290 yards and for four touchdowns, granted nine interception, or sorry, two interceptions, nine would be bad, but you know, very bad. It really just, it really just sucks for the dolphins that their playoff, their playoff hopes have just went away just like that. But as for the as for the Falcons, you know, this is huge for them as they, you know, they got off to a, a pretty rough start and they really didn't even have playoff hopes, but now they kind of do. You know, they finally get to 500. They're 3 and 3. I'm not sure who they're facing next week. I'll have to check that. But going back up to 3 and 3, they have they have two very solid op- options for Matt Ryan with Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts and they also and let's not forget about Russell Gage mm-hmm. and Cordero Patterson has started to show up. Now granted their off their defense isn't isn't really great. Their secondary kind of blows. But they do have a good run defense and Matt Ryan is showing out and helping this team win games. So I'll I'll look up the Atlanta Falcons schedule here but they all right so here we go mm-hmm. so what they have is so they beat the dolphins they, ha- they have the saints next so that'll be a big game then they have the patriots buccaneers 49ers bills jesus christ uh they have see you know, they certainly kept themselves in in position right now but it's not looking too good <laughs> so We'll see. The Saints is a winnable game. The Fal- yeah. the Patriots is a winnable game. Once mm-hmm. you get to the Buccaneers, 49ers, they can win. So they need to win two of these next uh, – three of these next four games. The Bills is not really a winnable game. After that, they have the Panthers. That's a winnable, winnable. game. It's we're, we're not even – there's no slam dunks with this team. Because, I mean, well, we never really had – uh, we really never had playoff hopes for this team to begin with, 
But there's a lot of winnable games for them. Uh, so now this is our pick for game of the week. We didn't. I know it's not the sexiest of of matchups, considering you know it's Miami and Atlanta. One of them had playoff hopes, and then it, they were those are cr- quickly crushed. The other is they got to 500. They're in the playoff hunt, but I mean we don't we can't really expect them to get there. But this is this was probably the best, the most entertaining matchup of this week in a week filled with. Uh, in a week that was really filled with blowouts, I was texting Justin a little bit during the 1 o'clock games, and I was following the Bengals-Ravens game, which had some which had some storylines behind it if it were to stay competitive. I was like, wow. Like, they were trading leads early on in the first half. It was entertaining. I was just following it on my phone while I was watching my Patriots play. And then the bottom fell out. And I checked my phone, and... And at one point, and I think I'm pretty sure it got to a point where the Bengals hang, hung like 40 on them, and the and Atlanta uh, and the Ravens only stayed at about in the 20s. And then I te- I texted Justin. I was like, I was like, I think we have our candidate for game of the week. And then I was then I sent another text few, about an hour later. I was like, never mind. I believe you for that. <laughs> and, because you had to say something. You had to open up your mouth and say we might have a game of the week. And then it was 17-13, and then he says that, and we lose 41-17. to So you're part of the reason I blame that. Possibly. Possibly. If you believe in the, in the you know, uh, conspiracy – or sorry, the superstitions. But, you know, I got to – I mean, it wasn't a very comp- – it wasn't a very competitive week by any means necessary. I mean, if we're picking – Falcons Dolphins granted it was a good game but I mean come on I really wanted that game to be the game of the week I really did I I wanted it too but mm, move on yeah sure thing sure thing all right so anyways we're going to move on so we do have we do have some rumors going around some juicy rumors about the Deshaun Watson issue and his whole deal. So they, there've been, there's been rumors swirling all, all off season up until now. And that could be coming to a head soon. We'll talk about a little bit, a little bit about that in depth. So stay tuned. You won't want to miss this. You're listening to the fumble Ruski podcast. You are listening to the Fumble Ruski podcast by Power 88 Dean Radio. I'm Adam Wright alongside Justin Tucker here with CJ Medeiros as well as a guest speaker. And so right now, uh, according to uh, insider Justin Ramos, also the Houston Chronicle, the Dolphins and Texans have a deal in place for Deshaun Watson. However, they are waiting on legal issues to play out. So I'm going to be honest. This sec- I I was not really wanting to talk about Deshaun Watson, giving, given that we've been talking about – we talked this to death over the offseason. If you guys have been following us all through the offseason, you guys know that we talked about the Deshaun Watson rumors a lot during a lot of our episodes, a huge load of them. And – Nothing ever wound up happening, and we were just like, Jesus, is anything ever going to happen? And 
You know, so we see that something – we see some new rumors coming out and we're like, ugh, is something actually going to happen or is this going to be another one of those things where there's just noise and then it just quiets down for the next six months? Um, but anyways, so guys, do we see Deshaun Watson finally being traded anytime soon? Uh, I've been hoping he's been traded, but as of right now, no, not until the case is fully settled, which might take a while. Hopefully the situation is handled with maturity and the respect it deserves. But until that situation is handled, I don't see him moving because he should have been moved by now if everybody really wanted him, but they're just waiting on the case to be settled. And so I don't see him moving quite yet. Yeah. You know, the Miami owner, Stephen Ross said that, uh, you know, it's his legal issues that that's the only reason why Miami have, hasn't pulled the trigger. However, this is a report from uh, Bleacher Report or BR Gridiron, their Instagram page here. Roger Goodell himself says that the NFL still has not made a decision on Deshaun Watson, how they handle it, with Goodell saying, and I quote, we don't feel that we have the necessary information to place him on the exempt list. Hmm. And he might be right. So do with that what you will. And he might be right. I mean, unfortunately, the way with the way it works, there's really, unless they find, like, actual legit, like... I'm talking Kareem Hunt type stuff where you literally see a video of something happening. There's no way they're going to be able to really do anything, unfortunately, regardless of whether anything happened or not. And it's only it seems like this is it's only a matter of time before he's cleared up and then he then the trade rumors will start. Then it'll get to a point on whether or not Houston is willing to give give him up because Houston didn't even want to give didn't want to trade him in the first place. And then right after they said they didn't want to trade him, they these rumors came up suspiciously. Mm-hmm. So you I mean and Deshaun like the whole thing is a, a massive bleep show. And I just want it to end. You know, Deshaun Watson is as a through on the football side of things is such a sexy name that I would love to see on, I think would look great in Dolphins colors. (laughs) And I just want to see something happen, whether or not he's found guilty, whether he's found guilty and he goes to jail or he winds up traded to another team or if he winds up with the Texans, back, back with the Texans. But I want something to happen. I'm sick of this. It's getting annoying. Like we're just hearing all this noise for the past nine months and nothing has happened. It's getting like, it's just getting on my nerves. I didn't want to talk about this today. I want, if, if I'm talking about Deshaun Watson, I don't want to talk about rumors anymore. I want to see this stuff happen. Yeah. Nothing's happening. No action is happening. No action. Yeah. And frankly, you can blame the Texans because even before all those legal issues came out, Watson, you know, said that he wanted out of Houston and because the McNair family, you know, who runs the Texans, are a bunch of incompetent bunglers, they said, hmm, we can get a haul for our franchise player who wants out. You know what? Let's sit on this and keep him angry. I mean, 
I, I, you know, and if you, and I know you guys are upset about all the rumors where how there's all smoke and no fire, but you know what? Blame, blame the McNairs. All right. That's who we should blame because they literally said they do not want to trade him. And now they're probably gonna. So if you want a finger to point at, point the finger at the McNair family. And I think we all know which finger we're going to be pointing at him. Ain't that right, Adam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, Justin? Uh-huh. Justin knows oh, that you, pretty you well. want to see Deshaun Watson in the AFC East, Adam? I I think it would make for a pretty competitive and and uh it, it would make a very competitive AFC East with Josh Allen in there, Deshaun Watson in there, Mac Jones, the young the young buck coming up. You know, there's obviously the Jets being you know the Jets that that doesn't matter, but. You know, other, besides that, that would be it'd be pretty nice. But I don't want I, that. I mean, as a Patriots fan, I don't want that. You know what? And I've said this, and Adam. Cool. Adam, before I joined, you know, I've said this. I want him to go to Carolina. That's where I want him to go, because you know, because Darnold looks like he's hit a wall all of a sudden. So mm-hmm. hey, you know, Watson, McCaffrey coming back, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore now. That would be special. Carolina would be a great, uh, a great fit. I just think you would. I just think Miami's also a fit, and they've been the most invested in it, in a trade ever since this has happened. But anyways, what I was saying is, you know, it it, it frustrates me to no end that they were willing to trade Deshaun Watson. Sorry, they were willing to trade DeAndre Hopkins. For pocket change, they were willing to trade. Uh, what's his name? They were willing to trade JJ Watt for oh, a bag of chips. They just cut him though. Or may, they yeah, maybe they trade cut him. him. They cut him. They cut yeah, they exactly. Cut him. They cut Whitney Merciless. They cut Lamar Miller, and then they traded other guys like uh, Bernardrick McKinney yeah. as well. And they let they, Will Fuller walk in free agency. And they literally traded their only good defender left in Bradley Roby this offseason to the Saints for pocket so change. They were willing to do all of this, but they mm-hmm. can't. But they can't trade Deshaun Watson. Why not just if they're gonna if they're gonna trade all these pieces away? Why not just just Strip this thing down to the bone. Why keep the? Why are you holding your franchise quarterback hostage? Why are Why are you keeping him around and not in, and and not holding on to all the other guys who probably would have kept you competitive and quite frankly probably would have kept Deshaun Watson from wanting to leave in the first place. Hey, like I said, the answer lies with the McNair family and their new uh, puppet uh, Nick Casario. So, yeah, and that one guy, Jack Easterby, who works in the Texans, I don't know what he does, but I know the Houston people don't like him. So, yeah, when it comes to Easterby, Casario, and the McNair family, they're just the the three stooges when it comes to handling Deshaun Watson, aren't they? Poverty Mm -hmm. franchise. That's all I have to say. Poverty franchise. They just continue to do stupid things, and Deshaun Watson deserves better. Unless he doesn't, and it, just, it turns out he actually did all the stuff he's accused of, which, I mean, mm-hmm. with 22 cases, I mean, Jesus. Uh, but anyways, we were looking through at looking at that through a football perspective, not off the field. So anybody who's 
hears us talking about uh, Watson's talent. We are not talking about what he is off the field. If it turns out he is, he has assaulted people, then we hate that guy. We're just talking about assuming that this man is, is not guilty. And we have no idea as to if he is or not. And we are not making a comment on whether he on, we are not making a comment on whether he is or not. We are just talking. We're just three guys talking about football. But anyways, just thought I would make that clarification. We are going to move on to our fan box segment, and we get. So we were talking a little bit about the Kansas City Chiefs, and we will hear from you guys about what you guys think of the Kansas City Chiefs. That is next here on the Fumble Ruski Podcast. This is the Fumble Ruski Podcast by Power Eighty Eight Dean Radio. So we are. I am Adam Wright with. Justin Tucker, CJ Medeiros. We are reaching towards the end of our show, and you know what that means. We are on to our Fumble Ruski fan box. So we will post every we will post a question box every Monday, and you can respond with hot takes, questions, and more. And we will discuss it and give you a shout out on our podcast. Respond to next week's fan box question to be featured on our show. Now, without further ado, our question of the week was. How are the Chiefs going to do for the rest of the season? So we talked about this a little bit ourselves and debated how we think the Chiefs will be will fare through the remainder of the year, given they are struggling. And I thought we would hear I would hear from you guys. So without further ado, uh, big underscore T underscore 52. He says not going to make the playoffs. Ooh, that's strong. I like it's too I, early for that. It's way too early. They're only three and four. If they were like the Dolphins being like one and six, I'd be like, damn, they're gonna miss. I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule it out, but it's highly unlikely. They're gonna figure things out. Yep. But anyways, Patrick Wooliver twenty two said, still a playoff team. I think that's something that we, uh, the three of us, can all agree on. We, yep. We all think they are. They're going to be a playoff team. Uh, but anyways, uh, Mal the golf gal says, and I all in quotations, ugh, ten and seven, period. So no, ugh, period, ten and seven, period. Wild card spot, period. Loses first round, period. Crushed, period. So I love the grammar. Um, Solid. But. 10 and 7 wild card spot loses first round. So we we thought that they were going to pull it together. Do we think they're going to be do you think it's going to be to this to this point or do you think they'll be a little bit better than that? I think 11 and 6. 11 and 6. Uh, yeah, 11 and 6, 10 7 something like that. It's around there. They'll be in the wild card spot and maybe wild card division round. That's about I think that we can all agree on that. So mm-hmm. Grayson Mortimer said Third in the division. So he didn't specify whether or not they're going to make the playoffs, just third, which, by the way, is actually where they stand right now. So do you think it stays that way? No. Don't trust the Raiders right now. Better than the Raiders, at least. Probably. I don't know. We'll finish second. second. They'll finish second. The Raiders have been good lately. Like, they've been good lately. They've faced a little bit of a slump, but they kind of got right. This past week, granted it was against the Eagles, but mm-hmm. still. I say let's see him play the Chiefs, and we'll uh, and we'll see what happens. Let's play it by ear. 
And Derek Carr statistically still looks like a solid quarterback. I mean, I, I still don't see him in up there with the elites, but, you know, earlier on this year he was an MVP candidate. Well, at least he was starting to look like it. Sarah Finnamore said, they will suck like always. Okay. Uh, well, so always? This was, since when was that? Like 2011? So before I, before I begin, this is my girlfriend, and mm-hmm. she responded with this. She just doesn't like the Chiefs. She doesn't like Patrick Mahomes. I tried to tell her, I'm like, I, I respect Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs are a good team. She goes, no, they suck. Kind of more in a half-joking manner, but I mean, we can't really take this seriously unless they actually end up being this sucky for the rest of the year. You know, if they finish below 500, then yeah, they suck, especially with the amount of talent they have. But anyways, a familiar face, Sean Howe, 93, who's been on our show quite a few times, said, miss the playoffs by a game or two. Nah, they'll make it by a game or two. Uh, it could go either way. Right. It's a little <coughs> excuse me. It's a little early to sort of be able to tell, but I would say that odds are stacked against that possibility that that will happen. I think they will make the playoffs, but I mean, like I said, I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, they are slumping, and if they don't figure it out, or if they do figure it out and kind of end up being really streaky, they could find themselves on the outside looking in. In fact, they are they are there right now. They're not in the playoffs right now. Uh, but anyways, Ryan DeLongchamp said uh, they're going to figure it out and be a playoff – sorry, be a wild card team. Yeah. That, se- that seems to be the sort of uh, popular opinion here, but – yeah, I think they're going to figure it out. Like, they're, they're going to figure it out at some point and end up winning enough games to to sneak in there. They may not be that good, and they may not make it deep, but they'll, they'll get there. But Anthony Gill said, uh, Chargers win the division, but Chiefs will lock a wild card spot. So we've talked about the Raiders not being for real, but I think we can all agree that the Chargers are. Yeah. And that's a team that I think will that's going to yeah that team's going to win the division this year and the Chiefs will end up with a wild card spot say it's pretty pretty good opinion what do you think Mhm I agree I think they will win the division Yeah it's just they they just look better they kind of look a little bit like the Chiefs did when in the past couple of years Mhm um, Maybe not quite to that extent, but they, they look a little bit like it. Explosive on, offense, explosive quarterback. Their defense has improved, which is important. But anyways, um, do we have it, guys? Do we have – so that, that concludes our Fumble Ruski uh, fan box segment. But before we end the show, do we have any other thoughts? I'm so happy the Ravens are on a bye week this week. I am so happy. After it. a loss like that? Shut up. Shut up, okay? I thought Unlike we have you, we you actually know, have Super Bowl aspirations. Unlike some, we actually do have Super Bowl aspirations. Hey, Mac Jones will run at his own pace. Just just it's okay. Now Take your time. Like it. It's like it's it's like that rock that was Oh that was no 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 no. We all have Super Bowl aspirations, it's just uh you know how real they are. Yeah, exactly. 
It's like it's like uh it's like that rock that was da- that was uh racing in SpongeBob, where like uh. Patrick Patrick it was his name was his name was Rocky. It's like it's okay, Rocky, take your time. And Rocky won. Let's never and forget. And Ro- Rocky won. Rocky won. He did. So Mac Jones, he's gonna win. He's gonna <laughs> win the Super Bowl. Win league MVP. He's gonna. Okay, okay. Let's let's calm that down. Baby step it first. Let him win Rookie of the Year, which is going to Jamar Chase. Yeah, after what he did to the yeah. Bengals, I'm not surprised. Listen, 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 listen. Y'all can, y'all can, y'all got one more if I actually hit this red button right here. All right. Well, that will do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Spotify, Spreaker, and Google Podcast. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at FumbleRooski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Over and out.